quick thank you to our sponsors for making this podcast possible. They keep this show free to listen to. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her questions via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions you wish to ask. And then she can either type her responses or use their voice-to-text feature. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. This book becomes a legacy, something your future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's given you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I used mylifeinabook.com to compile my own stories to give to my daughters for Mother's Day. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code PEACE at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code PEACE for 10% off today. I love a cozy fleece for the winter. I got the Kodopak Seed Tekka Fleece from Active Threads. It's so warm and the color palette is gorgeous. Active Threads is a female-run company with two moms at the helm. I love supporting working moms like myself when I can. Active Threads has a great selection of women's active and outdoor apparel, ranging from sports bras and leggings to camping gear and backpacks. As a gift to my listeners, they are extending 15% off anything on their site. Head to activethreads.com and use code PEACE15 at checkout. I came to parenting with everything I learned in childhood. Yelling, punishing, controlling, and shaming. After trying almost every method, I found connective parenting and was totally shocked when empathy, listening, doing away with rewards and consequences, and being a safe place actually worked. It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, especially with my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter. This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. So glad you're here. Hi, I'm Michelle, and welcome back to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for all the people who've made incredible reviews and ratings on all the platforms. I so very much appreciate it. Today, we're going to talk about the idea of respect. What is respect? Why do we expect respect from our children? Why is it said in society so many times? Children should respect the adults around them, or my child has no respect for me. There's a lot of hubbub and discussion about respect and children and respect in general. Like I've been disrespected. A lot of people feel disrespected by other people. There's a real discussion. There's a real ether. There's a lot of tightness around this idea of respect. So how do we get respect? We get respect by being respectful, right? So if you think about the people that you respect in your life, or if you look, the people that you look up to, I always remember I I had really an incredible boss when I was um, working at Santa Monica High School. I was a counselor and I had this incredible principal that I worked for. And I totally and completely respected him. 
because he totally and completely respected me. He trusted me as a counselor to do my job. He thought the best of me. He really believed in my skills. And when he believed in my skills and I knew it, I rose to the occasion. I felt good and grounded. I felt like my skills were important and that I was doing a good job because of the way he treated me, because he respected me, because he really told me that whatever I did, he knew that I was trying my best. Even when I messed up and even when I had issues, he never thought the worst of me. He always thought the best of me. And so I worked really hard for him because I wanted to do a good job. And I knew that my good job, quote unquote, was being noticed because he trusted me. And so we had a mutual respect and we had this working relationship that allowed me to really flourish as a young counselor in a, in a high school with very little experience. I flourished because I knew he had my back and I knew that he thought well of me. So I think we can take this kind of same model. It's like when you respect somebody or when you have this deep endearment for someone, you know what that feels like. You know what it's like to have a good boss or to have a good leader or to have a good friend, somebody that you respect because they treat you respectfully also. You're able to reciprocate. You're able to give that right back. But in parenting, often we believe we should be respected only because we are someone's parent. And unfortunately, it takes more than a bloodline to gain respect. So our children will love us and they need us. You know, they really do need us. They need us for shelter and for love and for all of those important things. And their brain tells us that they need us, but that's much different than respecting us. And so we get respect by giving it. And that's why connection plays into this whole paradigm of respect so well is that when you're deeply connected to your child, that's a form of respect. That's a form of respecting the relationship and really forming the relationship and saying, I believe this relationship is important and I'm willing to put my connection and my deep-rooted efforts into it. And when we do that, our children notice. They notice when we make an effort to cultivate the relationship. They can feel that. And that can feel like respect. And when they know that we've cultivated this deep relationship, they also can reciprocate. They can respect us right back because they want to care about the relationship too. So why is it so important that we get respect? And why does society tell us, oh, your children need to be respectful? I think what they really mean is your children need to be compliant. Your children need to not question you. Your children need to do as you ask no matter what. And then if you have a child who doesn't do as you ask or who doesn't follow your directions, that somehow that child doesn't respect you. And I can see that. And if your child, you know, all children, of course, are not going to do as we ask all of the time. But if your child is continually not doing as you ask or not respecting you or doing things that are unkind, it might behoove us to look deeper and think what's going on for this kid? What's going on with our relationship? How can I boost that relationship? How can I boost that connection? How can I make that relationship feel better so that my child 
wants to respect me. My gift to you this holiday season is 20% off all of my online courses and my monthly membership. This is the only time all year these self-paced online courses will be discounted. The Yelling Cure, Understanding Big Emotions, Guide to Cooperation, and Siblings Not Rivals will be 20% off for Black Friday. If you struggle with yelling, cooperation, sibling rivalry, or navigating big feelings, these amazing little courses are for you. Try one or get them all. They're yours to keep. Want to ask your parenting questions live on Zoom? Join the membership and meet us once a week to dive deeply into the idea of connection. Click the link in the show notes or find it in my IG bio. I think when I first started parenting, I thought this idea of respect was really important too. And I wanted Esme to really respect me. I wanted her to do as I asked. I wanted her to comply. I wanted her to fall into line. And I thought I could do that using rewards and punishments. And when she didn't, I blamed her. I blamed her and her behavior and that something was wrong with her and that she wasn't respecting me, that she was being disrespectful. But when I started changing the way in which I came to my parenting, I realized it was me who was not respecting her and that I needed to work on my respect of her and my respect of our relationship and my respect of our bond. And that that in itself would move Esme's behavior and she would begin to respect me. Who's going to respect somebody that's threatening or punishing or bribing? Just think if you're in a romantic relationship and that person is threatening you and bribing you and punishing you when you did something wrong, withdrawing their love, you know, and giving you the silent treatment. We've had people like this in our lives that treat others like that during a a relationship and it doesn't feel good. And you don't respect that person and you don't respect what they're doing. You might still love them. You might still want to be with them because there's something inside of you that's driving that, but you don't really respect them. And therefore, what's your relationship? What's your behavior towards these people after a while, after they are threatening you and bribing you and being passive aggressive and all this stuff? What's your your response to them after a while? Well, your response might not really be something positive and your behavior towards them might not be something positive either. You might get passive aggressive or you might get aggressive or you might withdraw. And our kids are no different. And I think that's another reframe too. It's as it's as if we believe our children are not people, that they somehow have a whole different set of values or they have a whole different set of you know, inner workings or they have a whole different mindset. They, they're just people too. And they're just in a relationship also. And romantic relationships and the parent-child relationship are definitely not the same, but we can draw a lot of lines through because relationships are still relationships and respectful relationships are two-sided. We cannot have respect without giving respect and punishing and threatening and yelling and being unkind and being quote unquote disrespectful will not garner us respect from our kids or our partners or our friends or anyone. So although there's this idea that kids need to be respectful and that kids are disrespectful, I'd say that if you work on this relationship part, if your child is really being disrespectful, sure, they all go through like developmental stages, like that teenage stage when it first happens, it could seem like it's disrespect, but those kids are struggling. 
And also it could be seen like it's disrespect when the toddler doesn't do as you ask and you tell them not to throw the food on the floor and they look you straight in the eye and they throw the food on the floor. That's not disrespectful. That's being a kid. And that can happen. But if it's happening all the time at every encounter and you're really struggling, then you have to take a step back and say, where can I be more respectful? Where can I use more connection? Where can I beef up this relationship while also not expecting perfection? But where can I beef up the relationship so my child can do better so that they can respect me and I can also respect them and we can have this reciprocal relationship when it comes to respect. If you want it, you have to be willing to give it. And sometimes if you're the adult and you're bigger and you're more knowledgeable, you might be giving more respect than you're getting. And that's part of parenting. We are often giving a lot more than we're getting because we're bigger, we're smarter, we're supposedly more advanced. And so if we are all of these things, we're parenting at 30,000 feet. We're not expecting the respect back, but we're going to give it no matter what, because that's the moral and ethical thing to do. We're going to continue to give respect to our children. Do we set limits? Absolutely. We do set limits and we allow feelings to happen when we set those limits, but we also do that limit setting with respect, with kindness, with empathy, with understanding. So it isn't that we allow our kids to walk all over us or that we're passive, but we're also doing all of the things, all of the parenting things with integrity and with respect so that our child knows when we set a limit, we mean it, but we don't mean it unkindly. We mean it in the kindest way. We mean it with empathy. We mean it with understanding. We still mean it. It's still going to happen, but we're not unkind and mean and disrespectful about it. Okay. I could go on and on about this respect issue. I'm going to stop there. I hope this gave you a little bit of insight. Thank you for joining me on the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I had 10 reviews in the last week and I would love to have a bunch more to keep us abreast. We are have been in the top 100 for the last, I think, almost month and a half. And I would love to keep us there. So if you could leave a rating, a review, it will help this little podcast stay afloat. Okay, thank you so much. I hope to see you next time. Bye.